Star Wars 7x7 episode bonus. It's the first of our special episodes during Star Wars Celebration. Today we are talking about The Force Awakens teaser trailer number two. Chewie, we're home. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And holy crow, this has been a big day. It's Thursday, April 16th, 2015. And as rumored, as promised, we got our next glimpse into The Force Awakens. Teaser trailer number two debuted during the Magic Hour at Star Wars Celebration. That was the panel with J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, of course, they made us wait till the end. Why wouldn't they? That's just how they would play it. And uh, as I was talking with some of the folks uh, with me in line overnight, waiting to get into the celebration stage, we all thought that if they had showed the trailer first thing, that we all might have left immediately. (laughs) Just like it was Meet Joe Black. But I kind of doubt that that really would have happened. But either way, they waited until the very end. And right in our section, we organized chance of one more time, one more time, and so they played it one more time for us, which was just as well because we could all barely hear the dialogue due to all the shouting and screaming and (laughs) catcalling over the trailer. What an awesome experience. So before we get to breaking down the trailer note by note, I want to share with you some of the reactions that people had after seeing the Force Awakens trailer, not once but twice. And I gotta say, like once the trailer was over the second time, the house lights came on and the uh, get out of here music (laughs) came on and it was clear that we were being booted out of the place. It was kind of emotionally shocking (laughs) in a way because we just had this "Ah!" incredible moment and then we were suddenly being kicked out to deal with the regular world and our overwhelming emotions and I'm not the only one who was feeling that way as you'll hear in these snap-on-the-spot interviews again just as people were starting to leave from the celebration stage. You're going to hear a one-second audio drop out during the middle of it. That's just to clean up a curse word. I, oh my god! I can't even believe it. It was exactly what everyone wanted. The first trailer exactly. gave us a little tease, a little taste. And this one delivered just so much more excitement. It gave us old with the new. We saw things we recognize with things we don't recognize. And I just can't wait to see what it all comes out to. Oh my god, so amazing. I was blown away. There are no words. I am so excited. That's awesome. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you guys. Take care. Yeah, Take care. Alright, Eddie, what'd you think, man? Uh, I cried. <laughs> and I'm pretty Me sure too. it's not a sleep deprivation. That was <laughs> the most amazing thing I've ever seen on a screen, ever. It was so <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Terrific. Thank you so much. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, yeah, too. Absolutely. Hopefully I'll see you around. Definitely. Definitely. Guys, all right, go for it. I'm so happy, but I have so many questions now. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. It looks amazing. It's awesome. Oh, John, what do you think? Right now, I'm, I was screaming so much, my voice is almost giving out right now. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Like, 
I can watch that trailer multiple times. I was this is would have been twelve hours when I first and it's worth it. I mean, worth every whole second of it. I mean, you gotta go see it, obviously. <laughs> you know, faith in the movies restored, pretty much, right there. Right. <laughs> Everything right. we can hope for in a teaser reveal here at Celebration. So many amazing images, but what really got me was that absolute lightning bolt of electricity that hit at the final tag of that trailer that ripped through this auditorium and I'm sure ripped throughout the world that final tag Chewy were home and this room exploded oh god yeah and that was the moment that I was waiting for I should also mention that these are the folks that I spent the night with last night. And by that, I simply mean that we were all together in the underground basement of the Anaheim Convention Center, waiting our turn in line and hopefully being able to get a spot at the Celebration main stage arena in order to see J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, and their special guests live. And that we did. We were around 1,400 or 1,500 in line, somewhere in there and got to partake of the second round of pizzas that J.J. and uh, Kathleen Kennedy ordered for everybody who was there. Such an incredibly nice touch and thoughtful touch. James Arnold Taylor came down. He's the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi and so many other characters on Star Wars The Clone Wars and also in Star Wars Rebels. It was a fantastic evening, uh, rather sleepless and funny and remarkable, all for its uniqueness and incredible... (laughs) incredible joie de vivre, I guess, the joy of being a Star Wars fan and the absolute and utter excitement of what is going to happen with the big day. So we did not get the teaser poster that we all thought we would, or at least we got something on the way out that just had a uh, skewed version of the logo, but not actually an image that gave any sort of hint or clue like the Drew Struzan uh, posters that we are all used to from the prequel trilogy and so forth. So we didn't get that. We got leaked promo images, which reflect a lot of the things that we actually saw in the teaser trailer. And we also got um, confirmation from Jay at Indie Revolver. I had a, a Twitter exchange with him early this morning because the images came out and there was some doubt about their veracity. And Jay was able to reveal that the shuttle inside one of the posters was Kylo Ren's shuttle and it was uh, previously unreleased information that Jay had been sitting on waiting for the timing to be right to share it and so he verified the images were legit so we got those promo images and not actually a teaser poster however we did get a teaser trailer as we all expected teaser trailer number two so let's talk about the trailer in light of the rumors and spoilers that have been floating around about what that trailer would be. And as opposed to the last time where we pretty much had a blow-by-blow account of what the trailer would have inside of it prior to it being released in November, this time the rumor and spoiler sources were off base. And I don't mean to say that they are wrong in the sense of what will be in the movie. I just mean that they came out wrong in the sense of what would be in this particular teaser trailer. Uh, we ran about a minute 30, not a not close to a full two minutes, and that's if you are excluding the Lucasfilm logo and if you're also making sure that when you're watching it on StarWars.com that you're not counting the end uh, bumper that asks you to look at a bunch of different videos and whatnot. We're looking at about a minute and 30 seconds for this one as well. And we didn't get to see Luke, and we didn't get to see Leia 
and we didn't get to see 3PO. So those are three main characters <laughs> that were not there, but we did get to see R2, we did get to see um, a Han, and we did get to see Chewie, and oh man, uh, Han and Chewie... <laughs> <laughs> Their debut was very well handled, so well handled that the house just exploded when it happened. In fact, here's what it sounded like in the room. <laughs> that quiet moment of Harrison Ford saying Chewie, and then a beat, and then the absolute utter madness and screaming you hear is the fade-up where you see Han and Chewie in the corridor of the Falcon, and it's so loud that you can't even hear in the room what it was that they said. We had to have it a second time for us to actually understand just what the heck was going on. So, Han and Chewie, but no Luke and Leia. And I guess that's kind of a misnomer because we get to see hands. We get to see hands of people, specifically Luke, we presume it is, reaching out to pat R2 on the dome, and it's not his skin hand, it's his metal hand, so for some reason the skin over his prosthetic hand is not appearing in this trailer. And then a lightsaber is handed to a woman, presumably Princess Leia, we can only assume, because we only see her hands, we do not see the rest of her body, so... Let me know the more they think about it, the more I think that these darn <laughs> people, J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, are even smarter than we realize. They are parceling out the reveals in a very slow and methodical fashion. We're not going to get a Luke and Leia reveal until trailer number three is what I would wager. And I'm not willing to wager that trailer number three will show up with Avengers Age of Ultron. I have a feeling this is going to be the trailer that accompanies it into movie theaters. And we're going to have to wait until, oh gosh, the summertime? Like the actual summertime, not the alleged start of summer blockbuster season in May. I think we're going to have to wait much longer before we get a full trailer that actually shows the last of our heroes. So... Oh, wow. This is exhilarating, and they are being very careful as to how they parcel out the information, and they're doing it very darn well. So let's take this in two segments. First of all, I'm going to take this in terms of the audio portion that we hear. Last time we heard somebody, we don't know who, but we presume it's evil because of the way it sounds, Andy Serkis playing somebody evil, talking about the awakening and the dark side and the light. And now we have a different kind of take on the voiceover situation. We have Mark Hamill's voiceover and building on his dialogue from Return of the Jedi. The Force is strong in my family. My father has it. sister has it. You have that power too. Okay, wow. Just wow. Alright, we're not even going to touch the Darth Vader helmet noises <laughs> just yet. We're going to get to that a little bit later. But super important that you have that power too statement. And it's a black screen when it shows, so we have no idea to whom Luke is referring. All we know is that we are officially confirmed that the talk about this 
focusing on the new generation is not just figurative, it is also literal. We are assuming from that statement that it's the Skywalker that we're dealing with, a an offspring of either Luke or Leia. So, gosh, we have no idea what's going on with either Luke or Leia, and I guess I should... At this point, pause and say that this is going to be a non-spoiler trailer in the sense that there are spoilers out there that probably tie into the events that are happening in this trailer and would reveal even more information, but we are only going to tie it to the trailers or the rumors and spoilers of the highest order, which is to say that if a rumor or spoiler has been confirmed, then we will acknowledge it as having been confirmed by the trailer itself. But we will not go out of the way to connect the trailer to pieces of rumors or spoilers that are already out there that do not link up to what you actually see in the trailer. So just wanted to give you that heads up in case you were worried about hearing something that you weren't ready to hear. But we do know, based on that dialogue, that we are dealing with a Skywalker character. Now, who it is? Well, it's got to be the next generation. It's got to be the offspring of either Luke or Leia. I mean, they better not go back and retcon Revenge of the Sith and make it turn out that Anakin and Padme had another baby before Luke and Leia, because that would be awful. And, uh, you know, that suddenly Shmi did not conceive a second son aside from Anakin, and... uh, Oh, gosh, um, I don't know if the uh, uh, you know Padme's family and then the Bears, uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and apologies to the Nubear family if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Uh, I don't think that it even matters whether she had uh, brothers or sisters or not because I don't think they were Force-sensitive in that family. I think it was only Anakin Skywalker. So they better not try to retcon another baby into, <laughs> into their mix. I think we are truly dealing with the next generation, and it's just a question of who exactly is that. Is it Daisy Ridley? Is it John Boyega? Is it Oscar Isaac? Is it Adam Driver? Like, we have no idea yet at this point how they're going to spin this. The other thing importantly suggested by the dialogue is that the person to whom Luke is speaking does not know of his or her Force abilities. And that's kind of huge. That's turning this whole thing back to square one. It's going full circle with Obi-Wan showing Luke the ways of the Force. And now we've got Luke showing someone else the ways of the Force. Somebody whom he is either the father of or the uncle of in all likelihood. Now, as I mentioned at the outset, Luke's voice is not the only voice we hear in this trailer, and I will play for you the non-Shriekover version. Chewie, we're home. Now, in the actual footage, you have Chewie with his bowcaster up, looking like he's ready to shoot something, and Han is already relaxed and looking around. And the seriousness with which he says it suggests that they have not been on the Millennium Falcon for some time. In fact, some time enough to suggest that they've been in some kind of distress and not able to get into their precious Millennium Falcon. It's one thing to say, we're back, for example, (laughs) which they did not say. And thank goodness, because that would have been cheesy. But it's another thing to say, we're home. And to say it with the depth of feeling that uh, only the one, the inimitable Harrison Ford can deliver... Now we know that something serious has been going on with Han and Chewie, maybe more serious than any of us have been given to realize. And that covers the dialogue portion of the trailer. Now let's talk about the action shots, and we get a ton of eye candy. We start off with 
a scene from the desert planet, which we have been officially confirmed by J.J. Abrams in the panel this morning that it is not Tatooine. It is a planet called Jakku, which there is no uh, entry that we can find anywhere online. We've searched different spellings that were suggested by different people, and uh, yet nothing. So we currently know nothing about Jakku or where it is in the world of the Star Wars galaxy, but now we've got a new world to explore. And we see a speeder going along in the distance, and shape and size, possibly Daisy Ridley's giant speeder that we saw from the original Force Awakens teaser trailer. And we see not only a crashed X-Wing, but we see what initially appeared to be mountain ranges in the background, but would turn out to be a crashed Imperial Star Destroyer. And this is something that the rumor sites like MakingStarWars.net and uh, Star Wars 7 News and Star Wars Underworld, like uh, they had some of this stuff correct. The crashed Star Destroyer was definitely a big part of it, as well as a scene that we'll see later with the Millennium Falcon flying in and through one of these crash ships. Then we get a shot of something that we've had rumored in some fashion for a while now. It is Darth Vader's ruined mask, his funeral pyre ruined mask. It appears to be sitting on some sort of pedestal. And previously we'd had images of somebody holding that. I will not say who, just so that way we can save the spoilers for anybody who doesn't want them. And if you are a spoiler person, you probably already know it anyway. But the fact that Darth Vader's ruined mask and that someone or something has sought it out and recovered it, that's pretty crucial information that we are seeing here in the trailer. And wow, that's really kind of dark and threatening too. Then we get the shots that we talked about from the dialogue portion a little bit earlier about Luke reaching out to touch R2. We presume that's Luke with his metal hand. And then somebody handing a lightsaber to what we assume is Princess Leia. And then after the blackout of You Have That Power 2, we get our first blazing action shot, which is the X-Wings flying over the water. And this is a different angle shot from the one that we had in the original teaser trailer, but basically the same scene, and we get a little more emotive Oscar Isaac in the cockpit. Instead of uh, looking very serious and uh, not doing anything personality-wise in that first teaser, we get him screaming and hollering as though he is Han Solo in his own X-Wing cockpit. And Interestingly, it's supported by Oscar Isaac's own appearance in the panel before they showed the trailer where he is claiming that Poe Dameron is the best darn fighter pilot in the galaxy. So we will see about that. Then we get a split-second cut of Kylo Ren with his inimitable lightsaber taking a slash uh, toward the camera roughly while there is fire in the background. And if you pause it and look really carefully, there is one of the new stormtroopers at his side, or, or rather off behind him and to his right. And it immediately cuts to Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and BB-8 running or rolling, as the case may be, for their lives as a giant explosion happens behind them. And again, if you pause it and look very carefully, you'll see that it is a TIE fighter swooping down and shooting at the ground and blowing up the building that they are running away from. This looks like the same structure and area that BB-8 was rolling around in the original Force Awakens trailer. Then we get another quick cut 
to Kylo Ren, and he's seen from the back while in the background there are stormtroopers in fire and what appear to be villagers uh, all being herded together. And Kylo does a quick turn and throws his hand up and out in a very threatening fashion, especially threatening when you figure, of course, he's a Sith Lord, so he's probably about to perform some force action that isn't very nice. Bad Kylo Ren, bad Kylo Ren. And then we immediately jump to a phalanx of new-fangled stormtroopers turning to attention outdoors in a snowy planet environment. And this is, I guess, one that Roger Moore hinted at, the former James Bond, had initially suggested that there was a snowy planet in which some of the action would be taking place. And if you look behind them, you'll see a giant flag hanging down on a building, and it is a new style of Imperial logo. And this logo is actually seen in the promo images that were teased and leaked out this morning, early this morning, before we all headed up for our trailer and panel discussion. And as the music continues to swell, we get a thoughtful and pensive look close up at Daisy Ridley, which is quickly followed by two TIE fighters swooping in. And what is very interesting about these TIE fighters is that they look rather different from TIE fighters that we're used to. Oh, certainly the shape is the same but they are more chromed out, and their wings are still the hexagonal panels, but the six divisions are white. They are white, almost translucent, practically, instead of the black that we are used to in the classic trilogy. Then we're suddenly brought into a hangar bay, and this is a a TIE fighter hangar bay, and one of the TIE fighters is clearly firing at all the other TIE fighters and stormtroopers in there. Now, there had been rumors that uh, John Boyega's character was defecting from the Imperials or at least doing something to run away from them, which would explain why he was popping up in the sand on Jakku in his stormtrooper uniform and is subsequently seen in this trailer, not in his stormtrooper uniform, but hanging out with Daisy Ridley. And right after we see this awesome action scene of the TIE fighter tearing up the landing bay, the docking bay, we see a moment of John Boyega um, with his helmet in his hands and it looks like um, a reddish substance on his gloves that are also smeared, that is also smeared on his helmet. So yeah, we'll go out on a limb and say that he has blood on his hands and he looks none too happy about the fact that he does. Then we get a series of three quick cuts, the first of which is a number of fighters and a shuttle heading toward a large capital ship that looks similar to a Star Destroyer, followed quickly by a cut where we see the fabled Chrome Trooper looking very fierce and walking down a corridor, and then another quick cut to BB-8 looking around a different corridor inside the Millennium Falcon. And finally, we get Daisy Ridley in her fiercest mode, reaching out and giving a hand to John Boyega, who has fallen on the ground. He reaches out and takes her hand to get up. And based on this scene and on the scene of her leading him away from the TIE fighter attack, like it's pretty plain to see that we have a very strong female lead character in Daisy Ridley, and that she is going to be driving some of the action in this movie, which would be very, very cool. And Kathleen Kennedy even spoke to the need for strong female characters to populate the Star Wars universe and how that is one of her priorities going forward. So it's a thrill to see Daisy Ridley kicking some butt and helping the guys out. And then we get a very quick cut out to 
Jakku, and we have one TIE Fighter flying after the Millennium Falcon, and the look inside the TIE Fighter looks like a very chromed-out TIE Fighter pilot. I wonder if that's our chrome stormtrooper that we saw fearsomely walking down an Imperial corridor. And the TIE Fighter takes a shot at the Falcon, but like within the Death Star, the second Death Star, when stuff got shot around the Falcon, the Falcon disappeared behind the explosion, and with that you get a fade to black, and then you get the Chewie. We're home. And I guess this is what you would expect a Han Solo to look like when he's old, but man, it's a little disconcerting to see an old Han Solo. Oh gosh, I can't even begin to imagine what this guy has gone through in the last 30 years. But he looks like he has (laughs) seen some stuff, and yet he still looks like he's managed to keep his cool and his confidence and his swagger, but it sounds like he's gotten... A touch of the sentimental about him in his old age, so um, I guess we're going to see whether that is in fact the case when we get to check out the next trailer, hopefully a full trailer and not just a third teaser trailer whenever that gets dropped into our laps. That's going to be an exciting day too, but in the meantime, we're going to revel in the glory of this day and we're going to have, of course, the trailer embedded at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. And if you are new to this podcast, then thank you very much for checking it out. And hopefully you and I have met at Star Wars Celebration. If not, then please do seek me out. I'll be the one wearing the Star Wars 7x7 t-shirt most likely. Although chances are you'll be able to find me giving away t-shirts from time to time. I will be posting those notes on Twitter and Instagram and giving you the chance to track me down wherever I am inside the convention center and grab a t-shirt from me or even grab a tote bag from me. So keep an eye out for those opportunities as well. I look forward to meeting you in person as Celebration rolls on. Thank you so much for listening to this special extended bonus episode of Star Wars 7x7. Thanks for flying with me for another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, no Bothan spies died to bring it to you, so please leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. That way you'll be helping to spread the word about the podcast to gorgeous Star Wars fans like you. Meanwhile, show notes, swag, the breaking news Twitter feed, and more are waiting for you at SW7x7.com. This doesn't feel like rock. It's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!